0: Hey, hey! Did you hear? At conference, we launched our CWIB shop. We've created lots of physical tools and resources to help you build a God-centered business. Get 15% off our entire range with the coupon code SHOPLAUNCH. All one word, all capital letters. We can't wait to empower women and their businesses all over the world with these wonderful resources. Create your God-centered business today. Offer ends 31st of March. www.cwibshop.com. G'day there and welcome to podcast 97 of the Christian Women in Business podcast show. It's such a pleasure to have you here today. I hope that you've gone past the fog stage of Just coming back up of holidays and you're trying to get back into the swing of things. I know some of you are still cruising around the world and sharing beautiful pictures on social media. Um, I just hope that you're having the best time. And if you are listening to this podcast while you're on holiday, that you are feeling rejuvenated and rested. I am getting a little bit scared, anxious, yet excited all at the same time because we are two weeks away from our conference in Sydney and I cannot wait. So today is the first interview too for 2019, which is also getting me a little bit excited and I can't believe it. We're in 2019, we are here and it has been such a privilege to speak to and meet virtually so many amazing women women drawing this, this podcast show and just listening to all of their stories, their amazing testimonies of how God's worked through them and just the amazing businesses that they have in general. It, it lights my fire. So I feel so humbled and privileged to be your host and bring these interviews to you 2019. Wow, watch out. And so on today's podcast, I am going to be interviewing a beautiful lady who is on a mission through her business to educate and inspire women towards mastering beauty and gaining success. This lovely lady's favorite thing to do on a weekend is to walk on the beach and I just have to be there with her. (laughs) there's nothing like getting your feet on that beautiful sand especially when it's warm but welcome to the show Naya Hobson so much for having me it's so nice to finally connect with you as we've um, spoken a little bit online but it's so different to actually speak so thank you yeah no worries at all now you to me have a very mixed accent so where are you from in the world
1: uh, my origin is actually Indian, but I grew up in uh, Sri Lanka in Indonesia. And then I studied in the US in Los Angeles for a couple of years, and then I moved here. So I've been now in Australia for about 14 years, coming up for, yeah, about 14. So it's it's a very mixed background. And my accent used to be totally American, and now it's quite Aussie, thanks to my husband. So... <laughs> I
0: can hear lots of different things coming out, depending on what the words you say. Some have got an American twang, some sound Australian, some sound quite British actually too. So I have been told that before. Yeah, it's it's a mixed salad. <laughs> it is a mixed salad. So you work in what I guess is a very very interesting industry. Can you please take us through your story of how you kind of got to where you are today in your business?
1: Yeah, look, it's for me, it, it wasn't a straight path. I'll give you a little bit of a background. So uh, as I mentioned, I grew up all over Asia. I've studied in L.A. So I started off very confused about, about what I actually wanted to do and what my path was. And I really believe that I've ended up here as a makeup artist, beauty blogger and beauty business owner purely because of God. Because I uh, wasn't a Christian growing up, but my husband Dave and I became Christian together about 10 years ago, which was a very special experience to go through that together. But with that experience, I gained so much clarity, both personally and professionally, on what my actual purpose was. And it's not something that came instantly, because I was in the corporate world, and I was Extremely unfulfilled. Uh, I've done so much study, you know, I've done media and communications, I've done a master's in business, so I wanted to utilize all of that. And because I was so unclear about which industry to go into, I ended up in the corporate world. But then being so unfulfilled for so long, despite making good money and, you know, from a worldly point of view, I had all the success, you know, I had good titles and, yeah, uh, good pay package and, and all of that. But for me personally, that's not what spelt success. For me, it was the fact that I was lacking fulfilment, and I didn't feel that I was fulfilling God's plan for me. Which in my twenties, you know, I was still discovering what that was, and I just didn't feel like I was using all of my skills. So coming home at the end of the day feeling unhappy, to me, that was not success, uh, even though it might look like that on the outside. So. Yeah. So really, uh, you know, God blessed me with some clarity because I just prayed about it and I was just, yeah, I was just extremely unhappy and I ended up doing a professional makeup artistry course with Napoleon Purtis and that's where my beauty journey began. So
0: where, where did you, it's Napoleon, sorry, I am not a makeup person. <laughs> that's okay. Was that founded no. in America or Australia? No, uh,
1: Napoleon Purtis is actually an Australian makeup brand but they own a makeup academy and they're, they're huge in LA and all over America and I believe that's where he lives now but about 10 or so years ago when I did my course they pro- I don't think they were internationally that well known at that point but he's done really well internationally so yeah it's a it's a well-reputed well-respected makeup academy
0: yeah and so are you are you still working in that or are you full-time doing your own thing now
1: yeah, so basically what happened is after I did my degree, I realized that I, I just felt so fulfilled. You know, the moment I, I I was in makeup, I just knew this is somehow this links to my purpose. This is the beginning of something. I just knew it. So I left my comfortable corporate job, which was very scary at the time. You know, a lot of people didn't agree with me. And I I basically took the bold step into completely changing careers and going into makeup and starting right at the bottom. So uh, I joined with Chanel, which was, you know, God blessed me with that opportunity because I had no experience in the industry. But because I had the sales and the business background, um, I got this opportunity with Chanel. And then from there, I went on to work with Clinique, then Estée Lauder. So, you know, it just kind of snowballed from there into different positions, uh, Jane Ardell, L'Oreal. And basically throughout my career, every single opportunity was like a step up. Uh, in terms of experience and really building the skills that I would one day need for my business, which is where I am now. So, uh, you know, I started my business last year because I thought, okay, I've got all of these years of beauty industry experience, but now I really feel like I should, I should do my own thing because I have, I have all, yeah, all of this wisdom, all these skills, but I really want to make an impact through my work. And the only way I can do that is if i'm in full control of it and not working for someone else so what is your business now so my business is uh it's a company called beauty by neha so it's really all about the mastery of beauty that's how i like to define it i feel like my purpose through my work and what god wants me to do is to help women see themselves the way that god sees them beauty is such a big issue in our society you know i mean this is something i struggle with as well but I just feel like women have such low self-esteem when it comes to their own beauty because of the messages online and and in the media. So I just wanted to create a brand where I could impact them positively. So Beauty by Neha is a professional blog where uh, you'll see there's various aspects to it. So there's the beauty side where I do uh, articles on skin, makeup trends, uh, I interview Um, the masters of makeup, you know, anyone who's an influencer that gives us uh, their their practical tips on success and uh, uh, discusses makeup uh, and skincare. But then there's the inner beauty side of it, which is uh, success tips, you know, going over morning and evening routines, mindset, beauty supplements. It's really quite holistic. And then there's the business side. So I love speaking to beauty business owners and finding out In what area do they need help and exposure? And then I basically fill that gap for them through the business side, which is I use my Instagram account, which is about 100K plus followers to give them exposure for their branding. I write professional product reviews for them. And then if they need some help with their online strategy, I do coaching for them to do with Instagram as well to help them gain more traction in the market.
0: Yeah, so it's um, it's kind. You've kind of got a few elements there to, to your business where, I guess there's, lots of different opportunities to. Well, I mean, like you've already said, be in contact with different people. So you've got business to business, you've got direct to your customer, just normal people, and then, uh, you're able to monetize that in a lot of different ways, which is great for a business model. I mean, you always. Should have more than one way to generate income in that. So it sounds like you've got a really solid business happening. So, what are your five tips on your craft for someone who's thinking about starting the same business as you, or they're just getting into the beauty industry? Like, I mean, this is so far left field for me. I have <laughs> no idea about the beauty industry, but can you give us some tips on on your craft? Yeah, look, if you're
1: someone who is just wanting to go after your passion and start your own business. I think my tips are probably more relevant for that. My first tip is clarity. I think as a Christian, especially, um, you need to pray about your why you need to understand what is your God given purpose. And you know, that might be multiple things. It's not, you know, you might not be able to reduce it down to just this one thing. Um, What does God want to achieve through your life and through your work specifically? So that soul searching part is really foundational because it's going to drive everything else that you do. So look at the skills that God has given you, you know, things that you enjoy, but things that also come naturally. So like for me, I've always known that I was a creative, I can handle business and learn business side of things, but naturally I'm a creative. So, you know, whatever it is for you, you've got to be really clear because when your purpose is aligned with his purpose, you can pretty much guarantee success. So I would get very clear and and that might involve doing regular goal setting with your why, you know, maybe get the people that are closest to you to help you with that. Maybe do some, you know, there's so many tests and um, exercises that you can do online these days to help you with those types of things Mm. and just seek that
0: clarity and that wisdom because everything will keep coming back to your why. And actually we're doing something I don't want to give away too much, but we're actually going to be doing something similar to this, the second day of our conference, which I'm really excited about. I don't, I'm not going to say too much, but that stuff we are going to touch on. I just wanted to put oh, that in there. Hit me with yes. number two. Is that the conference you're
1: doing in Sydney? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish I could attend that, but I will be attending some of your Melbourne events. But, yeah, I was reading about that conference and it sounds phenomenal. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Tip number two is high standards. So I think always approach everything with high standards, especially when it comes to your branding and your content. So, you know, if you're going to go into this type of business, like what I'm doing now, anything that involves influencing and impacting people, don't underestimate you know, quality over quantity. I think that's what's most important. I work with so many beauty business owners, whether it's through collaborations or coaching that I do with them for Instagram. And one of the main uh, issues that I see that I have to work through them with is, is poor branding and a really bad logo. Mm. So if your logo is not capturing the essence and the persona of your brand it's not high quality it's not clear it's not high resolution I mean these things seem like simple things but so many people out there just get these bits wrong yeah and I think it's the first impression that you're making of your business so yeah. so the branding in this day and age is so important and then the content as well you know what value is your content adding? to your audience and who is your audience what's the reason behind putting out that kind of content so it's really all linked back to your why so once you know your why you've got that clarity it's going to drive the branding and the content you just want to make sure that it's really high quality and that it's planned in advance because that's going to come through yeah. um, in the way that you uh, you know present the content so like for me i always make sure that i queue up at least two to three weeks of content in advance. I start contacting anyone I'm going to interview or collaborate with so that I can really perfect that content, add images, add links and, you know, yeah, really just make it top notch. Um, Yeah. Tip number three would be to be authentic. I think that authenticity drives everything. So don't work with brands or people whose core messages aren't aligned with your brand values uh, so, for example, for me, I won't work with a brand who's not cruelty-free because I'm a huge animal lover and I'm all about educating my audience on ethical choices and I'm a huge advocate for beauty and, company, uh, beauty and fashion companies that don't test on animals. I'm always going to support them. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think once you're very clear and you're very authentic, you're going to attract the right clients, the right partners, uh, and don't compromise your standards in that regard. Tip number four is really important. <laughs> Are you ready? I think this resonates with everyone. Overcome fear. <laughs> <laughs> this is so important. This is I'm still doing this. This is so oh, difficult. I think it ever ends. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough tip, so I was like leaving it to the end. Um, basically, if you're a Christian, you know, the word promises us that if God is for you, who can be against you, right? So I always say this to myself never have a fear mentality when you're approaching anything because I found that that didn't get me anywhere for me when I applied courage over fear and I did things that I didn't think I was ready to do is when I had the biggest reward and really in that moment like it wasn't as bad as I had built it up to be in my mind so often things seem more difficult than they actually are when we're doing them so you know apply courage apply faith over your fear And God hasn't given us a a spirit of fear. The word tells us he's given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind, which is the mastery of ourselves. So really, it's about pushing yourself forward. So one example of where I feel like, you know, let me give you an example of fear. So a lot of people in the beauty industry, they don't collaborate. They compete because there's that fear mentality like, oh there's you know if she gets that then I'm not going to get it or if she if she you know if the client goes to her business then I lose a client and you know I just want to talk about this but first I want to hear like do you find this in your industry as well
0: yeah absolutely and it's I guess it might come as a shock to some people but I guess those that have been in business a while I think it it completely is over um quite a lot of industries and I think it's It comes down to human nature as a whole and having peace and contentment with who you are in God and knowing that he is going to use every single person to help fulfill his will. And if you can come to a place of contentment and go, well, yeah, they might be doing something similar to me, but I know that God's going to use them and I'm completely okay with that. And I would rather god use someone how he needs them to then for me to feel jealous or insecure with what i'm doing um i found for me personally i try and just keep my eyes on my own goal and keep my eyes on my own field and i feel like i get caught out when i start to allow myself to compare myself with others if that makes sense so Mm. if i'm on my own field and i'm looking at my own grass i'm watering it i'm trimming it i'm fertilizing it i actually don't have time to look to see what other people are doing i'm just so focused and in that zone of this is what i need to do this is my mission what we what have we got coming up this week what's coming up next week what content needs to make, be made like you i like to be very organized and have things in front yeah um, But, yeah, as soon as you start losing grasp of that and the grasp of, I guess, who even who God is and that he is such a big, powerful creator that has literally created each and every one of us to help fulfill his will, um, that's when the weeds start growing in your field. You're looking Mm -hmm. at someone else's and before you know it, weeds are sprouting up in yours. And it's mm. if you're keeping your eyes on that field and pruning those weeds and allowing the Holy Spirit to show you those weeds as soon as they come up, I don't think you'll have room. It will be like having a next door neighbour that's full of clovers and a little bits of grass. Australians can relate to this analogy, and then clearly, having... I'm not Australian, <laughs> <laughs> and those that have grass around their house, um, and then you're trying to prune out every time you see a little bit of clover come up like you're just pulling it out but if you were too busy looking at other people's clovers you're gonna miss when one pops up in yours so Mm -hmm. and then before you know it that clover has turned into two clovers turned into four and it's kind of out of control so exactly uh, that's how I kind of see it and if you're listening like on the show now and you're thinking oh my gosh I have so many clothes in my grass right now (laughs) all of us have been there yeah we have all been there we all know what it feels like and it's time to just get that holy spirit out give it to him ask him to prune ask him to uproot and just allow him to heal you get your eyes back onto your own grass let's be the most bestest looking grasses in the neighborhood so that when people walk past you and see your lawn they're like yeah ma'am, that is a well-kept lawn like I can see Jesus through that yeah
1: (laughs) that's amazing and you know I I couldn't agree with you more I think we get caught up in the wrong things and then as you said those weeds start to grow whereas if we just zoom out and Admire someone who's good at it, even if it's your competitors, like it doesn't matter. Just learn from them, find ways to collaborate. There's enough to go around. And absolutely my like my experience in this industry has been that if I choose to take the first step and be generous with someone and I support them, even if they could kind of be a competitor in a way, it doesn't matter. Like if they've got a launch or a milestone. Let's say I see a post on Instagram. I'm just going to like and, and comment and be nice and be supportive because, like, they've worked hard and, like, absolutely. they deserve that. So people then start to recognize that and they don't see you as a threat and suddenly yeah. you've opened yourself up to all these opportunities
0: Yeah, by, by choosing
1: to collaborate. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people just can't get over that fear and do find you uh, – I'm not saying you personally, but in general, like – I know my heart, and I know God knows my heart, and I know that I'm here to please God, not humans. And as Paul says, you know, I'm not here to judge myself, nor do I care what you think. The only thing I think is what God thinks, and I leave Him up to the judging. But people, they still do find it intimidating, and sometimes you do get knocked back because they're going through their own journey. And when you get that setback, don't take it as you're doing something wrong or.
1: Mm. especially
0: if you've been nice and kind and generous i love that i'm totally for that it just you know be polite i'm grateful that you took the time to read my message i totally understand that this doesn't work for you right now just always know that the door is open for the future and then that gives them reassurance that okay, like you don't have to conquer this thing that's coming up right now or whatever it is, but they know that the door is always open. There's always going to be that opportunity and it it keeps that bridge open.
1: Absolutely. And the, you know, one end is always another beginning. They always say that and God can open any door and he uses all things for good. So he might be he, you might be getting that no because it's not right for you in that moment because timing is so important maybe he's trying to steer you in another direction because he wants you to go somewhere else so yeah it's very easy to take those things personally when you've been good and, yeah. you've, been and you've been generous and you know sometimes people don't even reciprocate it might not be a no but it can be exhausting supporting others and not getting support in return I've been there but people everyone thinks differently everyone has their own perspective and Some people are very good at supporting that's their strength. And I've just come to realize that other people are not and they're not trying to hurt you. It's not an intentional thing. It's an awareness thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Smashed it out of the fence. (laughs) Uh,
1: which brings me to tip number five, self-awareness and balance. Um, (laughs) This is a huge one for me. I've actually only learned this lesson in the last few months, and I'm so passionate about sharing it, hoping that someone who's listening is going to learn from my mistakes. But if you're an entrepreneur, you're working on your own, you know how isolating it is. It's so tough. In my opinion, it's so easy in comparison to show up to a job because it's a nine to five or you know, whatever your hours are. You have to be on time because someone is gonna hold you accountable. You will get that paycheck whether you perform or not. You know, there's a lot of certainties in having a job versus being an entrepreneur where you don't have any certainty. So you have to create, you have to first have self-awareness. So what are you good at and what are sort of like your problem areas that you need to address? And then you need to find balance. So what I mean by that is, for example, for me, I know that if I don't get up and I'm not disciplined to get up and do my morning routine and, prayer, and you know, start the day off uh, in prayer, thinking about my goals for the day very intentionally and making lists of what I need to achieve that day, it's not going to happen because I get overwhelmed and I try and do too many things in one day and everything is half done. And then I'm grumpy and overwhelmed at the end of the day. So for me, it's about making lists and being very disciplined with my time and treating my own business just as seriously as I would if I was working for someone else. But then also having that balance, you know, respect yourself to, you know, use that flexibility to invest in yourself. So for me, I know on a Friday afternoon, I'm going to finish my work by 1 or 2 p.m. And I'm going to look at my list of what's an area that my business really needs help in. So for me, it might be, I don't know, a couple of months ago, it was email marketing when it was all new to me. Okay, I need to do a course on email marketing. So I'm going to do two hours of growth in myself. And then I'm going to go out and see a friend, or I'm going to prioritize a walk on the beach or some meditation or the gym, or I'm going to go and do some networking because, you know, it's the end of the week and I really need some me time and I really need to connect with
0: people mm. so it's about giving yourself permission to step away from the computer
1: oh it's basically. so important because you know there's no one holding you accountable there's days when uh when I was new at all this just a few months ago when I launched my business I was working sometimes really late and then not sleeping well I didn't have a morning routine so I actually have a post on this on my blog so it's beautybyneha.com and if they click on blog and click on inner beauty, I've actually got my top five pro tips on inner beauty and it goes through a morning and evening routine that's worked so well for me
0: and all these other ideas for people on what they can do. That's awesome. Go and check it out. And if you could send through the link, we'll pop it on the show notes as well so people can find it easily.
1: Sure. I just think people will really resonate with that Absolutely.
0: one. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for those five tips. So we have got tip number one, just to recap, is clarity. So pray about your why and understand what it is God, understand what is your God-given purpose. What does God want you to achieve through your life? Uh, do you enjoy it? Does it come naturally? And be generous with that. We want it. <laughs> number two is high standards. So always approach everything with high standards that's with your branding and with your content and don't underestimate quality over quantity. And you know what? We have a community full of very, very talented women who are graphic designers. They are copywriters. So if you need help with that, go onto our business directory and go and check them out. They are ready to serve you. Wow. <laughs> three. I might check them out. <laughs> yeah. um tip number three is to be authentic so authenticity drives everything find brands that line up with your values especially if you're in the beauty industry make sure that um, you know if you are for animal free or human free or whatever it is um, you can find the brands to work with that line up with your values and Be confident in those values. God's given you values for a reason and they should never be compromised. So if you have them, that's great. And if you don't, find them because they're very important. (laughs) Number four, overcome fear. Um, So if you're a Christian, use God's word to help you excel in your business. Use his strengths to replace your weakness and replace God's courage with your fear. And number five, self-awareness and balance. So know what you're good at, know your problem areas so you can work on them or even find help um, if you need it with the things that you're not so great at. Um, and, And set yourself up with a really good disciplined routine because routines can set you free. Um, and at the same time, set boundaries in place, respect yourself, and give yourself time to learn, time to breathe, and time off the screen. I often find that when I have time off the screen, that's often when I get ideas, or God will actually just do stuff. And I'm like, I wasn't even there. That totally wasn't me. That was God. <laughs> um, so, can you elaborate for us um, how do you incorporate God into your business?
1: Yeah, look, God has been so good to me. I'm just so, so grateful and privileged that I get to do what I love and that I have the opportunity and the privilege to impact people through my content, um, especially around beauty, because that is, it's like living the dream. So um, I basically, I incorporate him in two ways. So on a macro Uh, level so so uh, he's very much the center of my why behind my business and then on a micro level so in the daily um, the daily sort of you know little decisions that I'm making I'm always including God and praying so starting the morning off with prayer and seeking his will and his purpose for the day is a non-negotiable for me I mean I'm not always perfect at it but I do my best to to wake up and I uh, read some Bible plans and uh, maybe do some journaling in prayer as well, which is really good. As the business grows over the next couple of years, uh, my goal is to make an even more tangible and a little bit more measurable impact by maybe affiliating myself with some charities, doing some mission work. Um, So I'm really praying about that at the moment as well because I feel like, you know, that's on the cards. I don't know exactly when. But yeah, so on on a macro level, I incorporate him uh, into, my, into my why, which uh, I don't think I've explained that yet, have I? The why behind my business. I don't think so. No. So, okay. So as a Christian, I feel like my why is I want women to realize their potential. I want them to have high self-esteem and to feel beautiful. And what I found working in the various facets of the beauty industry, I realized that there tend to be two extremes. And I'm sure someone listening has either gone through this themselves or they've read about it or seen a friend go through it. But women's self-esteem in, our, in the beauty industry suffers heavily, heavily, whether, you know, before it used to be magazines, now it's social media, because there's not enough focus on the internal and there is way too much focus on the external. So it's like this incomplete equation that you see. And the problem that I kept seeing was that beauty was either demonized, so thought of as toxic, superficial, shallow, sexualized, like it was something really bad, or it was on the other spectrum, it was worshipped. So you know, people that are controlled by it that need to be wearing what the Kardashians are wearing this week mm. uh, because they can't think individually and they're they're just they don't realize that there's an agenda and that's what they're controlled by, and they're swayed by trends, and then as a result they have these this addiction to comparison and these unrealistic expectations and it leaves them just extremely unfulfilled yeah. yeah so my why centers around striving to redefine beauty and bring some balance you know we don't need to demonize it it doesn't need to be this you know really bad thing you know if your car was dirty you you, you would go and clean it and there's nothing wrong with make, you know having a shiny beautiful looking car. So why would it not be okay to groom yourself and wear the best clothes and put on makeup and, and feel beautiful? There's nothing wrong with that if it's done in balance. And then, you know, you shouldn't worship it either because that's the other extreme. So my goal is to, yeah, redefine it, bring some balance. And I feel that self-esteem is, is so important. And uh, that's why I want to educate and inspire women and I want to impact the way that they're thinking about themselves and, you know, yeah, everything that I post, it's always hashtag beauty from within because, uh, yes, uh, my account, uh, my Instagram account and my page, uh, you know, is all about glamour. So you'll see me, you'll see my selfies. It's all glamorous. I've got a red lip on. I've got nice clothing on. So I'm clearly not someone who's against that as a makeup artist. You can a see. <laughs> Yeah. And, I mean, look, I love putting on makeup. You know, I'm a makeup artist. It's my passion. Hmm. But I just... I'm just so passionate. I'm probably even more passionate now about about the internal. And I think it's just so important to address both.
0: Yeah. I think it's such a gap in the market for that as well. And um, I love what you're doing and think it's so important. And I think a lot of people are coming to a kind of place now where we're kind of almost reaching full circle so, mm. people are kind of taking a step back, I guess, just like yourself, and going, Oh my gosh, like this is getting out of control. People are starting to fight back now and kind of go, Actually, no, guys, you know, it's not just about the outside. It's not about, I don't know, contour lines. Is that yeah. the right thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How big your yeah. eyebrows are or your eyelashes or whatever it is that, that, that's the trend. It's, you know, let god looks at the heart people look at the shell. god looks at the heart and like i mentioned in the the podcast earlier about paul he's like you know what guys i don't care what you think i don't even care what i think i only care what god thinks and where your heart sits is so important with god i don't i mean i think god loves beauty because he made beautiful things on this world i Mm. mean. Yes, themselves is just an amazing, beautiful creation. But when it, yeah, like you say, when it gets to the point of comparison and low self-esteem and thinking I have to have this picture-perfect life, I, I was what I was watching a video the other night that uh, of this kind of subject, and it's about how people won't leave their house now until they know they're Instagram perfect to take pictures while they're out, and I just thought. Oh, my gosh, that is so true. Like, who were you when you were a three-year-old girl and you were just prancing around in your mum's high heels or whatever, completely free and just, you know, expressing who you are as a little girl to then fearing about going out of the house without looking perfect because you want to put a picture on Instagram. It just, like, it... We've come a long way. yeah yeah so how yeah like you say how can you then be that balance of going hey you know what like you say it's okay to look after yourself but once you start doing this we need to kind of set some boundaries and and bring it back again to knowing who you are knowing your inner beauty kindness love acceptance you know non-judgmental but going out of your way to make someone smile like those beautiful inside things and you know having grace learning to forgive how do you incorporate that back into people i guess that's the lipstick of the inside
1: Exactly. But that's,
0: the lipstick of the inside I love it <laughs> the lipstick of the inside hashtag no yeah. uh, I, I, you know,
1: I just uh, yeah and I have to say so many people think this topic is fluffy but it's it's not you know you look at the no. most successful people in the world and it's not or let's just even say some of the most beautiful people in the world successful and truly beautiful you know the common denominator is their attitude their personality that's you know you can put on makeup and look beautiful in 10 minutes you can transform your face but you can't transform the inside in 10 minutes that's seriously impressive stuff it takes working on yourself when you're the kind of person that radiates that beauty through your character and you know you've got a beautiful heart mind spirit that when you're in that person's presence, you you can really sense it. And that's years of cultivating that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's why my blog is so focused on that because so many women want to be like that. But when they're going online, all they're seeing is these, these looks, you know, no one is really, I mean, there are people, uh, there's a group, there's great motivational speakers. There's, you know, Mel Robbins and Bex King, all these great people on Instagram, but no one's specifically taking a beauty perspective in the way that I think I've taken it on my blog. So I think that's also a little bit my point of difference. Yeah. Um, and if you go onto my blog, I actually had a, a friend and a psychologist write an article about this uh, exact uh, topic uh, about how, you know, the damage that the beauty industry has done. And she's, she's called it the psychology of beauty, five ways to define beauty on your own terms. So if you're someone listening who struggles with self-esteem who's against uh, the current beauty climate out there i guess and the way that it makes you feel go and read this article
0: yeah that sounds good again send through the link girl and (laughs) listeners. we will pop it on the show notes so you can go and find that so i would love for you to share with me now what is your bible verse for this season and why that's a
1: hard one. I I did some goal setting and planning for 2019 and Isaiah kept popping up. And there's a couple of verses and I was struggling to to find my verse, but I think it has to be Isaiah 40:31. Uh those who wait on God shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. So, I just love the symbolism in that because when we wait on God, we're persistent and we're not seeking that immediate reward. We just have that trust that he's going to use everything for good. And, you know, he's going to achieve his purpose. And that's how we renew our strength because we trust in his goodness. And we know from our experience that he's so good and that he's a rewarder of those who believe in him and seek him. And then, you know, the part that says run and not be weary, walk and not be faint. For me, I really need, needed that strength going to 2019. I was Pretty exhausted from launching my business and uh, you know a lot of new areas last year that I had to conquer. You know, I'd never done email marketing, I'd never had a website, I'd never had a blog. So to manage everything plus my consulting plus my coaching services, I was really uh, a bit like, "Can I can I handle this?" (laughs) In going into two thousand nineteen, so for me, this was the encouragement and. In Isaiah, God also says that He's going to do a new thing, and that He can make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So, mm. I just love reading that because nothing That's is gorgeous. impossible for Him.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a really, it's a really gorgeous image that you get in your head when you hear those words. But well, thank you so much for sharing all of those and for passing on your wisdom and being vulnerable with your heart and your passion. And it's so great to see the vision that you had and now even though you did have a big year it's come all to life that's happening and you're in it and it's been a privilege to have you come on our podcast show so I know you've mentioned it a couple of times we will put it on the show notes can you tell us where our listeners can find you Yes. Uh, firstly, thank you so much for having me because I I so
1: respect what you're doing and I'm so pleased because uh, I just, I wanted to be a part of a community, but I didn't know there was a Christian community for women. So I'm just absolutely thrilled to be a part of your community. And even your your latest newsletter, I'm just blown away. You know, it's so much value in there. So Thank you. I would love to connect with your listeners. You guys can find me on beautybyneha.com. That's my website. You can read all about my services over there. I love connecting uh, with people and supporting them. I've also got an Instagram account. It's neha underscore makeup artist.
0: And Neha is N-E-H-A. It's N-E-H-A,
1: yep, yeah. underscore makeup artist. And then I've started a new one for my blog and it, I'll link, uh, I'll give you the link to that, but it's underscore beauty by Neha underscore. So there's two Instagram accounts that people can follow. And, yeah, I, I'm always looking for opportunities, especially with Christian women, to collaborate. So, uh, yeah, I would, I would
0: love to hear from people and engage. That's awesome. Well, you're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode today. We look forward to serving you in 2019 and keep being awesome. Bye for now. Hey, hey, did you hear? At conference, we launched our CWIB shop. We've created lots of physical tools and resources to help you build a God-centered business. Get 15% off our entire range with the coupon code SHOP LAUNCH. All one word, all capital letters. We can't wait to empower women and their businesses all over the world with these wonderful resources. Create your God-centered business today. Offer ends 31st of March.